Hello today and welcome to the RTO Show. I'm your host, Pete, and today we're going to be talking about role play and how it affects you and your employees and what you can get out of it. But you got to remember, it's not only about them, it's also about you. So let's fire right into this. There is a big push for sales going on right now, especially with the looming economy. There's a lot of doom and gloom coming down the road and we can all see that. And we have a lot of different generations out there. Some of the generations are more face-to-face, and now our newer generation is a little bit less face-to-face, more computer-to-computer or screen-to-screen. And one of the ways to get past this is a solid role play. Now, role play is an activity for coaching and developing your sales team, but it uses situations that closely replicate the sales reps, what they might be experiencing in real life, and the sales Role play involves you and your employees uh, with some role play scenarios and examples that are asking them to act out the role as a sales rep and you're acting out the role as the consumer. And you can always do that reverse. You can you can always show them how you want it done, have them be consumer, and then you approach them and you work it out. But the thing about role play is you get them out of their comfort zone early and quick, but you do it in a closed environment where you and the employee have the ability to kind of just make mistakes and say, oh, oh my God, you know, shake that one off. I didn't do that right. And what can I do? But there's always a, a change, right? You always want your employees to know that there's a disconnect between the classroom and the showroom. And what I mean is when you're sitting there and you're saying, this is what you should say. This is how you should say it. This is the way I want you to say it. Sometimes you got to remember that it's okay to know those things. But it's not always that easy to do those things. In other words, you can tell somebody how to build a birdcage and give them all the pieces, but actually putting what you're saying, those words into action is not always going to be the same thing. So as you're doing role play, you're going to say, hey, I'm going to come in as the worried consumer. I need something and I need something now. I have a lot of things building up at home, like let's say a wash and dryer. I need some I need a washer and dryer now, like mine broke down, I have a water leak, it caused a whole bunch of problems, what can I do? Hey, you know, we have you taken care of. It's easy to say those responses, but in return, when you're on that sales floor, it's also easy to shut down and go, oh my God, what do I say next? What we're doing with the role play is to get it out, just shake it all loose and then make it easier so that when somebody comes in, they can kind of handle the situation so much easier than they would if they haven't practiced, right? So role play is the practice without practicing. So it's like that softball with your friends and then actually going out and playing against the other people. It's not always easy in the real in the real world, but it's a lot easier than not having practice at all, right? So there's a couple of different types of role plays that I'm talking about. You know, you have the transactional selling, right? The short-term sales strategy that focuses on making the quick sale. Um, You're focused on what's going to get it sold right now. And this type of sales model, neither the buyer nor the seller has much interest in developing the long-term relationship. Now, it's always going to change based on the type of person that you have coming in the door and the type of salesperson that you have. But basically, this is somebody coming in with a rush. They're really not talking about building rapport. They kind of know what it is they're looking for. They're going straight for it. They're saying, hey, uh, I need this. How can you help me with this? And then somebody's going to be, they're still going to be courteous and professional and say, hey, welcome to, you know, rental world or whatever you get, you know, wherever you're at. And then you're going to say, you know, my name is Pete and how may I help you? Well, they're going to go fire right into it. Hey, this is what I need is what I'm looking for. What kind of sales do you have? How fast can I get it? What kind of process does it take? How long does it take me to fill out a rental order? Let's get this done. Transactional selling is you want somebody to know how to treat those scenarios where somebody's in a rush and still get the information that you need, right? So you want to still tell them, 
hey, don't forget about the name. Don't forget about the number. Don't forget about a contact situation, let's say an email or whatever the case is. Make sure you still get a full rental order no matter how fast of a rush they are in. Make sure that you don't overschedule yourself. In other words, when they're coming in and I need it right now and I, I got a situation and, you know, listen, I, I don't want to do all that. I just want to figure out how to get this and get this now. Make sure that you show them how to slow it down. Keep it keep it paced enough so you know to keep the customer on the line, but you don't want to outpace them in the sense that you get it going and then you don't have a proper rental order or you don't have all the information that you need. And that's a great role play scenario for the new the new guys that come in and then you put them on the spot and you want to make sure that they get all the information, right? You got the solutional selling and the solution selling is basically uh, moving away from the transactional approach instead and focusing on the selling outcomes over the products and features. So you're solving a solution, right? They coming in and I have this need or you ask them, hey, what brings you in today? You know, I just moved into a new apartment and, you know, I would really like to, I don't know, just put a couple things in here. I'm not really sure what. Well, then let's find out what that is. Let's find out what it is and get that taken care of, right? So are you trying to fill the apartment? Are you trying to fill the sales needs in the situation that, you know, I just need something to sit on. I just need something to see. Or are you trying to fill out the whole thing? Hey, I'm already here. I might as well buy everything, right? So you have the solutional selling. There's the console sale, right? On the surface, the console sale and the solution sale are very, very similar. However, when you put them face-to-face, um, despite the similarities, there's an important distinction. Solution selling avoids talking about features and benefits opting to focus on conversation exclusively on presenting the solution to the to the buyer's problem. So as a consult, it will be different. You are going to focus on features and benefits. This is what you're going to get and this is what you're going to get out of it versus I have this, what can I get for it? What am I going to do for it? I have this one bedroom apartment. What can I, what's the most I can get it for $50? You, you have a problem and you're going to give them a solution. When you give them a consult, the, the consult selling is all about talking to them about everything and the whole kit and caboodle. You're going to get so much money, many, uh, same as cash. Uh, you're also going to get free delivery, free setup, free loaners, or whatever the case is in your state for your rent to own. But you're also going to say, this particular model for this price is going to give you this, this, and this. Will that be something that you need versus this? You know, you have a flat screen HD TV versus a UHD TV. Do you really need the difference? Is it really going to matter? Or yes, hey, you're a gamer. You're really going to need this with a fast response rate. You're not necessarily worried about an 86 inch because it's going to get just too much screen to look at. You're looking more at a 55 inch where you can game on it and get what you need done right away, right? So the console is a little bit different than the solution settling, but you know, almost one in the same. You just got to kind of feel out those situations. And the best thing to do is, Whatever day that you have your meeting with your staff or with your one-on-one, you want to pull them to the side and you want to create that scenario and you don't always want to beat on that same scenario, right? You, you take a few minutes, figure out what it is that you want to do, create that scenario for you and that employee or for that employee with another employee because, you know, you know what to say and you also know how you want to act. Maybe it's also a good, you know, idea if you bring in somebody, hey, listen, I want you to be this type of customer and I want you to be this type of employee and you tell them that even in a separate room. Listen, I want you to be that grouchy employer. I want you to be that active employer. I want you to ask a whole lot of questions. And then in return, you're not going to tell that salesperson, or that collections person. This is the way that they're going to come in and this is how they're going to approach it. And this is what we're going to do. Let them, you build the scenario with one employee, you talk to this employee and say, hey, you've got to be ready for anything. You put them there. And then what that will do is not only it gives you a judge of what kind of salesperson and tactics they have, 
how well they are thinking on their feet, but it also puts you in a scenario so you can look at that other employee and go, man, those are some really good questions. I'm really glad that you asked that. Um, now let's reverse the roles. You be the salesperson, you the be collection person, and you, this other employee, let's say employee A was originally the salesperson, now employee A is now the, the consumer. Employee B, who was the consumer, is now the employee. And you switch those roles and you put them together and you see what it is. Or you can do the one-on-one, you can do the two and two, but the best thing to do is make sure that you you let them understand this is team building. This is building on the trust of each other and knowing, you know, hey, it's okay to make a mistake. In here, you can say the wrong thing. The reason that you can say the wrong thing is because they have a manager here or we have somebody who's over the training that can say, hey, that's a great idea, but this is why you don't want to say that, right? So let's say somebody comes in and I want, you know, the three rooms of furniture. I want a bedroom, living room, and a dining room. I know that they're bare basics, but I need it and I need it tonight. And you have that eager guy who or gal who's coming there and yes, I'm here to save the day. I'm going to make some rents. Uh, we're going to knock this out of the park and everything gets done. And then they go to the schedule and it's completely full. And you have two services with some great customers who have been put off for a couple of days, whether it be the weekend or they weren't available and now they're available and it can't d- get done. That is a great scenario to put in, in, into your employees. Now, the right thing to do is always take care of the customers that you have. You always want to take care of your brand new customers. But somebody who's already been on the books, somebody who's already taken care of you, somebody who already has an agreement, that's your bread and butter. Take care of those first. Then schedule this new customer around them. And you're going to have to train your new employees to say, hey, you really want to do that. But before you do that, before you settle, before you commit, before you tell them that you're going to do something you can't do, go to the schedule. Ask the drivers, is the second floor, third floor? Where in town is it, man? Between five and six, it's rush hour. It's going to take us a little longer to get there. Let's make sure that we clear enough schedule time to get there and just work out that scenario all the way around. Make sure that when you guys are talking and you guys are conversing and you guys are doing the role plays, throw everything in there. The best thing to do is always put everything on it and then see how well they do. Now, you might not want to do that at first. If you have a new employee, you want to put them in a scenario. You take that new employee the next week, you put them in a different scenario. Well, in the third week, why don't you add scheduling to it? Why don't you add how long does it take them to type up that agreement? And when you're doing that, that gives you the opportunity to see how well they're doing and the direction they're going. And sometimes you have the timeframes to do that. And sometimes you don't. Maybe it's not over three weeks. Maybe it's over three days. Maybe it's over four days. Maybe you guys have a training classes uh, that you send them to. And that would be a great thing to do. But if you don't, you always want to role play with your people. You always want to get them involved in what you're doing, because this is the best way that I have found to get them out of their shell, to get them talking, to get them really embraced in what's going on and addressing the situation head on. Now, you do also have some some business to business, right? So some companies are are in a highly competitive market. I know Tampa, we're from the Tampa area, Danny and I, and just to let you guys know, there are several other rent-to-own businesses in the area. And I think we've mentioned them before. We have competitors that are very close to us, like Happy's and Great Rooms. Uh, and when I say that, we are intertwined. We do know each other. We have dealings with the same people, but we're also the, the upper brass know each other very well. But then there are also, there's Buddies and there's Rent-A-Center and there's errands and there's bad cocks. And I know you guys think, man, maybe, maybe bad cocks not in there. I'm telling you right now, they're entering that new field. You can go to Lowe's, you can go to Home Depot. They're doing certain types of rent to own as well. 
So you got you got to be. It's all about the the commitment that you put down in front of that customer, the commitment that you make to your own employees, the commitment that you make to your company to be that best foot forward because they have a foot forward. They are reaching a big part of your clientele. And if you want to keep your clientele, you've got to really train your staff to treat them the right way, to handle the situations. You don't want them going into, I really don't know. The answer should be, I can't answer that right now, but I will find an answer for you if you give me a minute. Give them, give them that opportunity to learn. And as you grow and as you produce these, these partnerships, these business relationships, it will get so much better over time. But starting here at the role play is, is just where it's at. But going back to business to business, the traditional sales process with cold calling and emails, it, it's, it's just not efficient. It's getting old. It's just long. It's, it's winded. It's not going to happen anymore. But moving leads down the funnel, it's kind of like, all right, I'm going to make some cold calls. I'm going to try to get this. Do you want to stop that? No, you're always going to have the sales funnel, right? You're always going to have that process. But sometimes you you have to know what's right in front of you versus just the legwork. And the legwork is you don't need role play to send the mailers. You don't need role play to make sure that you're not you're, you're uh, putting on door tags. What you need role play for is that phone call. You need role play when somebody walks in the door. You need role play with maybe they are knocking on the doors in the neighborhoods near you, right? They're going around and putting on the door tags and somebody actually happens to open that door and look at that door tag. Now here's the role play. Here's the salesperson. Here's the showmanship. Here's the, this is why my brand is different than everybody else's. This is why the podcast for the RTO show is the best because of A, B, and C. And when you do that and you get them set up for success, that role play is going to play a pivotal part in how that works. So partnership selling, getting back to it because I want to get back to it. So business to business role play is how do I get another business to sell for me? And I know it sounds crazy because they're not going to sell for you. They're going to do what's best for them. But what if you guys can sell in tangent? What if you can sell something for them and they can sell something for you, right? By helping to achieve sales goals faster, by offering, let's say, a wider variety of services than you would normally offer by yourself, that's how you're going to do it, right? So if you go to a apartment complex, and I know everybody knows this, but I'm going to say that this anyways. You go to apartment complex and you talk to that manager and you're like, hey, manager, I have rentals, right? I rent furniture, I rent televisions, I rent appliances, I rent gaming, I rent pretty much anything that you can think of in a household, we can get. And if we don't normally have it, we have 10,000 things on the website, you can take a look, right? And they go, well, well, why would I want to do that? Well, here's the thing, manager, over this apartment complex, if somebody comes in here and you can see that they don't have much, you can always say, hey, listen, here, we don't only offer you a place to stay. We're not only offering a roof over your head. We actually have connections with the local rent-to-own companies where we can offer you a discount because you came to our apartment complexes and you can get a discount by going over there and mentioning our name. You can take your lease agreement over there. You go over there. They'll give you a better deal than you can normally get because you're coming to us. This We have that connection. We have that partnership. And in return, when somebody's looking around the neighborhood and they come into one of our rent home stores and we're talking about it and they're like, well, you know, I don't have the money today. I really haven't moved in the area. Or I'm looking for my mom. She's about to move in or my, my son, he's coming back from college. That's great. Well, listen, where are they moving to? Oh, we're moving to that apartment complex down the way. That's 
great. Let me tell you why this is going to be beneficial for you. If you go there, we already struck a deal with that apartment complex and that manager. If you go there and you say that you mentioned that you heard it from our particular rent to own store, they will give you something in return. Maybe it's, you know, a week free out of the month. Maybe they'll say, no, we can't offer that. That doesn't work in our system setup. So, hey, this is the deal. If you go over there and say that we sent you, you can come back and get one month free on me for opening that agreement. But you're selling services that you wouldn't normally sell. Now, that that's the obvious one, right? You can do it at a haircutting place, let's say a barbershop. You let you loan them out a television where, you, where they can sit and watch TV. Every so often, you're allowed to, you know, blast your radio uh, commercial on there, or you're allowed to blast your, blast your regular YouTube video on there. Maybe a sign that says, hey, uh, you know, ranking, rent to own, whatever the case is. And when they ask about it, you can give them a deal or, hey, listen, this is one of our partnerships. You came into my rent to own store. If you're ever looking to get your haircut, go there. They will give you a deal. You're selling services that you don't normally have. They're selling services that they don't normally have. But the partnership works. And so in the role play, you want to talk to your people on how to go outside of the box, how to talk to those people and get that information out to the world. But you're now you're talking to a business. You're not talking to a customer. You're not talking to somebody that you would normally approach on the showroom. You're talking to a different entity altogether. And you want to role play that as well. Now that's probably a little bit of role play down the way, right? So you probably wouldn't do that to a new person. But somebody's had done it for a couple months. Now it's time for them to do business and business marketing. Role-playing that as well would be great. And one of the best things is, how would you like somebody to approach your business as rent-to-own, as a GM, as the salesperson, as a credit manager, as a delivery guy in this rental? How would you want them to approach you? What are they going to say to get you on their team? And that's what matters, right? And there's a couple of different role plays. You got the one-on-one, like we said, it's between you, it's between them. You've got the three-way sales play where, you know, the three-way sales role play where it's a small group and you're coaching one person versus, not versus another, but one person and another. And you get to structurally see that, hey, this is what you're doing. This is what you're doing. Let's reverse those roles. Let's try it out. You be the collection, you be the sales. And it's not just the sales world, guys. This is also amazingly great on collections. When somebody is knocking on the door because they have to do runs and somebody opens the door, they have to know what to say. It's easy to say it over the phone sometimes, or it's easier to say it on text message. Sometimes to be face-to-face with that situation, you really have to look somebody in the eye and be very earnest and very understanding, but also very to the point in the sense that you're not your words aren't cutting but they have to understand that you do mean business and that you're not doing it out of maliciousness but we have a business to run right this is the agreement that we settled on and I'm not saying don't bend the rules guys I'm not saying that you can't do something for a customer that's been great and you need to work something out but you also have to remember that there are people out there who really don't care about the account the way they should. Um, there are people out there who really care about the account more than they probably should, right? It's the only thing that they've got and they don't, they really don't want to go anywhere else. So stay on top of it, stay on top of it, give them different scenarios, whether it's sales or whether it's credit. I mean, you really want to sit that situation. Now there's a couple of different ways to do this. Also, there's the audience sales role play, you know, they have what they call the fishbowl sales role play where two or more reps run through a scenario and the rest, you know, in front of the team, right? So you, instead of you being that one person and you have employee A and employee B, now 
You're going to have employee and employee going and talking and living out the scenario, but you're also going to be critiquing with the people there. They're going to be watching the scenario. You're going to be critiquing it, but it's an out, it's an outcome in total. Everybody's going to see what happens, right? And you're going to run through a scenario multiple times and you can run through it with employee A and B, and then you can change those up to employee C and D. But every time that they do it, you remember that it's the same role. You change those particular people out. You have the same role, but you see how these new people act. So you put employee C and employee D in the same role play. You you bring back A and B and you tell them to sit down. Now you employee C and employee D, you guys work out the same scenario and they get to watch and they get to see what's going on. And it's beneficial for everybody. You know, everybody gets this run through so that everybody can apply some type of feedback and they get feedback. They get to see what it looks like versus what they're doing. And then when you run that, through a couple of times. I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's honing the blade. It's sharpening the tools in your tool belt. It's doesn't do it one time and it won't be twice and it won't be three times. It's something that you have to go over again and again and again. But when you do that, when you do that, you will get better and it will be so much easier and it's easier for them. And it will be easier for anybody who's watching and supervising that to just, wow, I can do so much better than that. I can, it makes you a better teacher. And also, you know, they say the best leaders are the best followers or the best leaders are the ones who support the most. And biggest part of being a leader is you're not the lightest guy working in the room. You aren't the tip of the spear in the sense that I don't have to do much. I do this one thing and I do it well and that's it. No. You are the support for everybody else. You give them guidance and direction and support and training. And that's really important. Now, in the fishbowl sales role, we're going through the same thing. Everybody's watching these this one scenario run out with, let's say, two people. You're supervising it. But then they have the audience situation, right? Now, it's a single person providing input while the rest of the team observe or step in to participate on a rotating basis. So you have one person that's doing one side of it, but the other side of it is rotating. This allows every team member to kind of go through an observation and interact, but the variables aren't as crazy, right? So let's say you have an assistant who's very good in collections. You put that collections person in there and now you're switching out the other person all the time, just switching out that one person, switching out that one person. And you could be training that one guy, or you could be training the person sitting in that seat, but you can change it to say, Hey, you, you know, you get, you know, uh, employee A and B and C and D. And as you're rolling through them, you can give them different scenarios. And then as they're watching, they can see what changes. In other words, you have your collector sitting right there. Now you're changing the person out that he's talking to. So employee A could have, I don't have any money today. I'm going to have it on Saturday and the role that they're going to play and how that plays out. Then you have another employee come in, employee B, they sit down with the collector and that person says, Hey man, I'm about to move, but I really don't want to give up my stuff. What can I do? Okay. We're going to come up with that scenario. We change B out for C. C is, Hey, I've been paying all this money in this washing machine. It broke down. I've got leaking. Like I'm really upset. You want me to pay my bill, but I don't have a working washing machine that I need. And you have that scenario go through. And so everybody's watching these different scenarios. And as it's going along, you have one person who's handling all the talking. They're, they're going through every scenario. And you have these other people who are watching all these different scenarios happen, but they, their particular scenario is single to them, but they get to watch all the other scenarios happen. 
So there's a lot of different role plays. There's a lot of different way to do it. But the best thing to do is make simulations. Simulations are highly involved. They're lengthy. So if you can do it, you know, on a time frame that suits you, you have to figure out if, you know, you do five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever the case is. But, you know, there are simulation role plays that, that are highly involved and they have lengthy role plays. They can last for a little while, but they bring you through the entire process. Now, when I say lengthy, lengthy depends on how what you're trying to show. But let's say you're trying to take a salesperson into an environment where somebody comes in and they want something and you get them to close the sale. Now you have the whole entire simulation where somebody walks in, the, the bell rings, somebody goes, Hey, welcome to my rent to own. You know, this is Pete at Rent King. How are you doing? They go up, they get a name, they introduce themselves, they shake hands or they, you know, they fist bump or they say hi, whatever, you know, whatever suits the situation, you know, they walk them through, this is a sofa, this is a living room. What is your situation? How can I sell it to you? Let me get your information. Let me get your ID. Let me get you to fill out a rental order. This is how I type up the agreement. Let me explain the process of the agreement and what it means to you and what these definitions are on this page so that we can be on the same page. This is when you pay and how you pay and how often you pay. This is how you can pay off early. This is how you can go the term. This is what you're going to get. This is the serial number. This is how it works, right? Going all the way down the line, all the way up to setting up the delivery and then walking out the door after they've already made some type of payment, depending on the sales process that you have, whether it be a coupon, whether it be a sales process, whatever. And now a word from our sponsor. Unlimited Marketing Solutions is a social media marketing company that can market directly to your specific customer base and provide solid and trackable results. Unlimited Marketing Solutions are also extremely flexible to meet your unique needs and budget and are currently running a promotion for 10% discount off your first six months of marketing when you mention the code RTO show. That's R-T-O-S-H-O-W when you call them at 352-553-3245. You can also email them at Unlimited Marketing Solutions, LLC at gmail.com. Now back to the show with Danny and Pete. That is the lengthy one. And I would always recommend that you always get to that. Those things would probably be handled in a group access area. In other words, like home office or a training area. I wouldn't probably do that at a store, not because I don't recommend it, only because usually you don't have the time. Uh, when you start going past five, 10 minutes or 20 minutes, you're really going to start running into, I'm, I have the day-to-day to run, right? I've, I've got calls coming in, people walking in the door. I have payments that are be, need to be made and I have people to get out the door. You know, my drivers have to get to do a delivery or a pickup or a service or a move or whatever the case may be. So make sure that you do what you can, when you can. But the more information that you can provide in your role plays, the more detailed that you can get, the more open that you can be, the better outcome you will have. And uh, I try to have as many situations as possible to make things work. I will tell you that not every situation is going to be the best. What you can do is what your guys are going to do. Learn from it. Learn from it and get better. The more that you role play, the better you'll be at it and the better they will be at it. And the, the benefits of this only kick up a notch when you're doing it. The more you do it, the more they're going to be okay with it. The more you're going to be okay with it, the better the situation gets. And look, that's what it's all about. It's about making everybody comfortable with the situation they're in because it doesn't get any harder than this. Rent to own is probably the the one passion that I've had in my entire life. But I will also tell you, it's not the easiest business in the world. And so as somebody who loves this business, but knowing that it's not easy, role play was one of the best things that I can ever say happened to me. When I was young, I had a manager who really kind of took me under his wing and he and 
embarrassed me in a way that I've never been embarrassed before and in a good way. He took me out of my comfort zone. He made me realize what I sound like on the phone, what I needed to say, what I did differently. I thought that I was amazing. I realized that I had a lot of work that I needed. And he kind of opened me up to that and it really opened my eyes and it really changed the way I was. And I love sitting in the classroom with my guys and kind of training them and talking to them and see the lights go on in their heads. And man, this is why we do that. And this is why we do this. Role play is part of that. Role play is so extremely important. Um, I couldn't even begin to tell you the benefits, except that overall, you will find that your guys will eventually become the best they can be with role play. Just want to tell you guys, I appreciate you guys listening to the show. We always are listening to comments or concerns, anything that you guys have. Please email me anytime at Pete at the RTO show podcast.com. You can also email Danny at Danny at the RTO show podcast.com. I will be letting you guys know we might have a lot of changes coming down the pipe. We might have a few changes coming down the pipe, but they are changes coming down either way. Um, we're going to go back to probably trying to have one every week, but so far right now, every other week is going to be the platform. We do have day jobs, guys. I do appreciate all the love and support that we get, but we are working day to day. We do not get paid for the show. So it's sometimes really difficult to stop what we're doing on our day jobs to get this done. But we do want to get this done and we want to get it done for you. So please, if you guys have a question, comment, concern, hit us up. If you want to hear more of us, hit us up. If you guys are okay with the two weeks, let us know. We are going to have some uh, more interviews coming up. I wish that I had time to get them all done. Mike Tissett, I really want to get you on the show. I know that you gave me the card. We plan on doing this very soon. I plan on getting my guy from Texas on here. I'm so sorry that I haven't been able to do it. These these shows are just killing us, (laughs) but we're trying to get it all done. Last but not least, on the website, we are going to have that you can become a sponsor for the RTO show. We are looking for new sponsors for the show because, listen, what we do is not easy and it's also not free, but we want to get this done for you. We love the sponsors. We love to reach out to new people and different things. And uh, if you want to sponsor the show, let us know. I actually do have a couple of new sponsors that are coming on the show very, very soon. So let us know about it. Again, you can talk to us anytime at Pete or Danny at rtoshowpodcast.com. You can also go to the website at www.thertoshowpodcast.com. You're always welcome to reach out to us. If you guys want a phone call, leave us a phone number. We will reach back out to you. Remember, there's merch on the website. Um, The website is being changed again. I know that we said we're going to change it. Guys, we are getting to it. I promise, I promise, I promise. But we do really appreciate your time. And with that being said, this is Pete with The RTO Show. (music) 